Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klezmer Podcast 62 for Wednesday, February 17th, 2010. The website is klezmerpodcast.com, and you can write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. My guest on this episode of the podcast is Michiel Okerlund, accordionist for Klezmer band Amsterdam. Their CD is titled The Bride's Waltz, and the subtitle is New and Old Music for the Klezmer Violin. I recorded this interview with Michiel at Klez Canada on August 29, 2009. So now here's my interview with Michiel Okelun. Hi, this is Keith from Klez Canada 2009. We're on day six at Klez Canada. And I'm visiting now with Michiel Okelon. I hope I said that pretty close. Um, from uh, Holland. And his band is Stuttelband Amsterdam. And uh, Michiel, welcome to uh, Klez Canada. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be here. Um, I've been... Uh, aware of your band for uh, i don't know about two years now i think and we've been trying to uh find time to interview and we over skype or whatever and i find you show up here at class canada so this is a wonderful coincidence yeah yeah i met some other people klezmer musicians at uh, festivals in weimar in germany and in Fürth in germany and they told me about class canada and uh that I could apply for the scholarship here, so I did, and it's uh, it's great to be here and to to meet everybody, to do some workshops, and uh, to get inspired, basically. Great. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in, a, in just a moment, but I, first, I want to find out um, how you got started with Shuttleband Amsterdam, and how you got an interest in in the Jewish music and and your own uh, musical background and training that you've had. Yeah, Stadelband Amsterdam was founded by Bert Voss. He's our violin player. And he has a Jewish background. He was working as a classical violinist. He's also working in a tango sextet in Holland, and he's doing different things. But he wanted to discover the music from his own background, and that's how he started the Klesmer Band about three years ago. And since then, we've been developing and changing, but currently we're two violins, accordion, bass, and percussion and playing in Holland, and even more and more getting invitations also from abroad, like Germany and uh, Belgium, to play concerts. And uh, and what's your musical uh, training and background? I studied classical accordion, like avant-garde modern accordion playing in Holland. Uh, actually, my interest was almost always folk music and world music, so I enjoy playing different styles from Eastern Europe and from South America, like tango, Brazilian chorinho, Balkan music, klezmer music. And that's how they found me somehow, and I got into Stettelband <laughs> Amsterdam. And um, it's very nice to work with this group of people. We, be, we became friends, and we're rehearsing every week, so we're playing almost every week at gigs. and uh, So it's it's pretty fun to be in this band. Right, because you were telling me earlier, there's not very much uh, uh, Dutch folk music, uh, or or is there? What, what's the situation with the with the Dutch music? Well, there is not really a Dutch folk music tradition alive at the moment. There are some old songs 
you know, like not only children's songs, but songs from different crafts and people from the farmer songs. And but they are not really maybe some dance tunes as well, but they are not really performed a lot. They're not really well known. And of course, you have the other um, more modern Dutch music tradition that involves like popular folk singers. Um, but it's it's not really a folk style like very specific musically like in Eastern Europe or South America or North America. So that's how I got interested in uh, many other styles. Sure. So, uh, and you don't have to go very far to learn these styles in Europe is, is everything's closer than things are here in North America. Yeah. I told when I, when I flew to Montreal, the, the customer's agents asked me what I, came to do here in Canada and I told him I went to a festival for Eastern European folk music and then they had to laugh <laughs> why do you come from Europe to Canada to, to study Eastern European folk music <laughs> so that's pretty amazing And um, that, that is a good question because you, you've got Weimar and you've got some of these other festivals there but but still you chose to come to Class Canada also what what do you find that's uh, different here well I, I was in Weimar and Fürth at the Klesmer festivals the difference here is that it's on a much larger scale. Everything is happening within one week. As in Weimar, there are different weeks of different workshops with a smaller group of people. And I meet different people here. Um, maybe I met half of the Glasmer scene in, in, in Europe, in Germany, at the festivals. And I think I met about the other half here. So <laughs> it's, it's great to meet people and to, to meet new friends here. Very good. So... Um uh, what have you been uh, studying uh, while you're here this week? I've been attending a class from Josh Horowitz, who is uh, the accordion player and cymbal player from Vertsky, Paus, and Budowitz, those two groups. And uh, it's amazing to be able to work with him because he really studied in depth the style and the different specific stylistic you know, features of the Eastern European folk music. So... It was great to. He's also very flexible in his playing. He likes to improvise and ornament in different ways. Um, and I've been attending some other classes, some contrarian modality, for instance, and just going around and seeing what's happening happening here at different classes, different workshops. Very good. And um, what what do you notice with the differences between uh, the the klezmer music and some of the other? Uh, Balkan or, or other Eastern European types of music that, that you've been playing? That's an interesting question. Well, at first, klezmer music seems more more simple, less, less, com less complex, because in the other Eastern European styles, they, they are playing more and more ornamentations over the years, and the style becomes harmonically more complex as well. Um, but if you really go into the klezmer style, you discover there's a lot of subtleties and specific features like ornamentations and timing that are making it really interesting. If You, you can't really play it from sheet music. If you play klezmer music without knowing the style from sheet music, it's just kind of dull, actually. But if you, if you really figure out the style, it becomes very interesting music. It is, it's not stuff that you can really write down and, and repeat, because every time you perform something it's it's just a little bit different in some way right 
Yeah, exactly. And I think most folk music styles were originally early transmitted. They were not written down at all. And that's why most of them are hard to write down also. More difficult than classical music. Though with classical music, you also need a teacher to tell you how to interpret how to interpret the piece. You can just not only study it from uh, paper. And how are your audiences when, when Shuttleband in Amsterdam uh, gives concerts over there? Um, do the crowds uh, get in touch with the music? Do they understand the music? Or are they just curious and they come to see what it is? Or, or are they an, an informed audience? Or, uh, you know, what, what are they like? Well, we find so far they liked our concerts. <laughs> concerts, that was great to experience that uh, people liked like to hear our playing. And... I don't think they are really experts on folk music, even if they want to want a klezmer, klezmer band to play for their wedding or they go to a concert. They don't really know much about it, but they they enjoy it and they they recognize something out, authentic being there, some authentic folk music style, and I think that's the thing that also is what they what they really like about it. Have you found? Uh being here and and meeting all the other people, how have they uh, accepted you into the Close Canada family here? And, and uh, what's your experience been with with meeting all the different people and musicians and and uh, just the life here in general? Very very friendly and social environment, and I enjoy meeting people here. They're all uh, it's like you say, it's almost like a family. Um, so. I, I felt accepted from the from from the first moment, and uh, it's 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 interesting to re- to experience the different traditions here. Like yesterday, walking backwards <laughs> <laughs> just before the start of Shabbos, <laughs> walking backwards and playing music up the hill. It's it's quite a thing. Everybody playing a march together and walking backwards, and yeah. So today is a, is, is a day of rest, uh, Shabbos day, and it's also good to talk to people and uh, to enjoy life here. Yeah, it's a good day. Uh, it's unfortunately raining today, but it's a good day to uh, sit around and meet people and, and talk and uh, take a little bit of a break from the busy week we've all been having. So have you? Oh, have you had any sleep? Because everybody's staying up very late at night here with cabaret and everything, and and. You must get up normal time for uh, for class in the morning. Well, sleep was a bit of a problem here. <laughs> the first night, I didn't sleep, sleep much because it was so cold that I couldn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really prepared for the cold. I should have brought a really warm sleeping bag because it was really warm and sunny during the day. But in the nights, yeah. it can get really freezing cold here. But um, I got some extra blankets and... Uh, <laughs> And, and of course, yeah, the program is very interesting. So sleep, uh, sleep might be a, a little problem here, but it's okay. We sleep when we go home, right? That's what that's what I always say. Yeah. Um, and what are some of the interesting um, acts that you've seen, either in the concerts or in the cabaret? Well, at the concerts, I was uh, surprised, for instance, by the act of Oretsky Pass, who brought a whole new. Uh, style, I don't know. They they are doing a new project on um, what's that? A service. They they are actually yeah. making Klesmer a service. Klesmer Schul, 
a klezmer shul without words, like a musical service. It was very nice to hear that. And, well, it was great to see Joel Rubin live, to, to, to hear Kurt Bierling play and so many singers that really did a great job. So I enjoyed the concerts a lot. Where are you getting your uh, repertoire from? Are you doing some other research or are you maybe uh, writing some, some original uh, tunes or what? Our bass player and artistic director, Gregor Schaefer, he, he wrote some tunes for the band in traditional style. And we we did some research, like we, we listened to old recordings and sometimes we pick up some tunes for, from other bands that we are inspired by, like Tinaya Capella or Budovitz or Vretsky or So our, our goal is to to try to play the Eastern European klezmer style that might have existed. But it, it, it existed, but, you know, no one is absolutely sure how it sounded. By, But it was played in villages, and there were probably more violence around at the time. and So that's what we do. And so if uh, the people would like to find more information about the uh, Stettelband Amsterdam or uh, buy your CD, uh, how, how would they find it? They can find it at our website, which is sbaklesmer.com. Stettelband Amsterdam is sbaklesmer.com. And they can also find it at various stores like CD Baby or iTunes. Yeah. Very good. So uh, take a look at Stettelband Amsterdam, and the, the album is titled... The Bride's Waltz, after a piece that Zeph Feldman performed already some time ago. And... Um, it's it's a beautiful piece. It's a waltz composed by uh, an, uh, um, a person named Petri Zigoiner. He was originally a gypsy, but he converted into Judaism. And he wrote this piece, and we named the CD after it. Very nice. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Oklion. Uh, I know I don't say it right. That's okay. Say it once for me. Michiel Oklion. There we go. Okay, from Shuttleband Amsterdam in uh, in Holland. Thanks very much for uh, taking some time for a Klezmer podcast. Well, thank you. Welcome.
This is Max from Max Passion Band from the United Kingdom, plasmapodcast.com. Over and out. All right, I'm back. That was my interview with Michael Okelun, accordionist of Shettle Band Amsterdam. And we heard Moldavian Hora and Mitten Fiddle, tracks from their current CD, The Bride's Waltz. I'd like to thank Michael for taking the time to appear on the podcast. And I'd also like to thank Shettle Band Amsterdam for providing the tracks for me to play. Well, that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 62. And the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or if you have a band that would like to appear on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released CD you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And you can also find me on Facebook, MySpace, Last.fm, and now Twitter at username Klezmer Podcast. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed, tell your friends, and until next time, bye for now.